I'd like to introduce you to a girl named Abby. You can find her at the beach with a motto on her shirt, don't worry, be crabby. Here to speak about the skies, not what you'd expect, she's a master of disguise. She probably likes to brush with the crest, scantron when she tests while she's flying southwest. And it's just things like that, like I read that, I'm like, I didn't even do anything special, but you never know, like even just being nice and kind to somebody, it can like make their day about. Welcome to the Friend with Benefits Podcast, episode 24 with Abby Robinson. Welcome to the Friend with Benefits Podcast, helping bachelors adjust to life in the real world. Now your host, Stephen Friend. Hey everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Friend with Benefits Podcast, the show designed to help you answer the question, what am I doing with my life? And I hope that you're having a good uh, end of February and that you're enjoying the end of winter here. Because uh, today we got a great guest. Her name's Abby Robinson. She is a Bulldog alumni from the University of Georgia, where she ran track and cross country. And now she's going back to school part-time to become a nurse. And for the just past over four years now, she's been a flight attendant at both American and Southwest Airlines. So this is one of those career episodes we're going to talk about. Um, I plan on asking her all the regular questions in the episode, uh, like I ask all of my guests. Uh, but this is one of those career fields where you're constantly experiencing new people. So I, of course, want to ask her what some of her best stories are. So without further ado, Abby, I'm glad to have you on the show. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> What's something in the, uh, is there anything in the bio that I left out that you would like the audience to know about yourself? No, I think you covered everything about me, except that my favorite color is blue. Okay, that's a very important piece of information. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh. very important. <laughs> I'll edit that in later. That's um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the story of you becoming a flight attendant? I know that you uh, you went to EGA, and I, I kind of perused your LinkedIn a little bit. You did some other stuff. You became a flight attendant. I know your sister was one, right? So is that part of your story? Let's see. So, yeah, it's funny you mentioned LinkedIn. I haven't even, I don't even know a password to that thing. I've been on it so long. <laughs> But yeah, so I graduated, my degree was in journalism, and I didn't have any like dreams or aspirations to be a journalist at all. I was just like undecided halfway through college, and then junior year came, I was like, I need to pick a major. I always liked to write just for fun, so I was like, I'll like those classes, I'll do journalism. And so then I graduated, and I was like, oh my gosh, what in the world, what am I going to do? And my sister had been a flight attendant for like, I guess, three years at this point, and she was like, you should apply. Um at U.S. Airways, they're like a big carrier that's hiring right now. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. But I just kind of applied on a whim. I was applying for all these other journalism internships. And so I applied there. U.S. Airways ended up merging with American. So I got on with them, worked there for like three years, ended up quitting. And then my sister, who's at Southwest, she was like, you really need to come here. It's like the best. And so I applied at Southwest, and it was just like, it was like a game changer. Because I had so much more freedom, just such a great company, so much more flexibility. I miss all my friends in American, and it was great, but, so, anyway, now I'm at Southwest, but, yeah, so, I guess the story is that it just kind of fell into my lap, and I'm very thankful, because I didn't know what I wanted to do, I just knew I wanted a job that would be fun, and something that I would enjoy, and dread going to work or anything, yeah. so, I'm just, I'm very thankful, it's just perfect. I noticed you still get to watch Georgia games from your job, right? Yeah, so, we <laughs> have, um, we have, like, free TV on the plane, if you have, like, your own device, or whatever, and there's mm-hmm. all, like, all the football games are always on, so, even if I'm flying, can usually watch the dogs, which is great. That's awesome. 
did the human aspect turn you off at all to being a flight attendant? I mean, were you uh, were you apprehensive about dealing with uh, all kinds of people? I mean, it's it's kind of like a restaurant up in the air almost. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, a lot of people will say that, and they'll say that's the worst thing about it is just dealing with people that are like difficult. But I never really thought about that, and I don't. People, even like difficult people or rude people, it doesn't really get to me. Like, I mean, if someone is like rude or something, I just kind of figure you never know what is going on with them. In you know, I'm not going to see them ever again probably when they leave after however long the flight is. It's just not a big. Doesn't really get to me or bother me. Um, and then you meet people all the time that are just like super kind and you get to like hear their story and stuff and that just makes up for any of the negative things you have to deal with. Gotcha. Um, now if it were me being a flight attendant, one of the, one of the things that would scare me the most, I guess, is, um, I'm a little bit, uh, at least in the past few years, at least I've gotten a little bit more jumpy about, you know, turbulence and stuff like that because <laughs> just after some, uh, yeah. some, some scary experiences and I want to know. Um, do you have any particular stories of like a, I don't know, like a weather or um, like a near, not near death experience, right. but just a scary experience? Yeah. Um, so I would say that's definitely for me the most frightening part of the job is the turbulence. Like when it's smooth and the airplane's just cruising, I'm totally fine. It feels like I'm in a car. I don't even think anything about it. But as soon as we hit turbulence, it like freaks me out. Even if it's just like minor. But yeah. I've just heard so many stories. I've never had anything like bad happen, but I've heard so many stories about people who like hit unexpected turbulence and they like fly into the ceiling or something. Like Jeez. I flew with a girl yesterday, and she told me about how like her best friend was off the job for like six months because they hit like an unexpected air pocket or something, and she like flew, hit her head on the ceiling. Oh, geez. so like it can really happen at any time. Like it's not like super super common. You just like hear these stories, and it sounds bad. But you know the pilots don't have you know, any idea that it's coming up so they can't mm -hmm. warn you and it can just happen like at any moment. So that's yeah. like the freakiest thing is knowing you can just like at any second something like that can happen and you can just like go like flying and hurt but, yourself. But, but you haven't had that happen to you, have you? No, I haven't. Okay. Um, I've hit pretty bad turbulence before where it's like almost, you know, I got like knocked around a little bit but I didn't like fall or anything. Okay. So that's nothing good. bad so far, knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> um. Have you ever heard of that website, Quora? Quora.com? No, I haven't. What's that? It's like a uh, people can ask questions and basically get them answered by anyone. Like, uh, like you type in the topic of your question, and then people like in that field can answer your question. Oh, um, cool. But there was one that was like, I think the question was, "What is your what is the scariest flight you've ever been on?" And I remember one woman, she uh, or one guy or something, they were on like a commuter flight to somewhere else, and uh, I guess they did this pretty regularly. And um, they said that, like, randomly in the plane, like, the something like the, the plane just went down, like, it started diving, and, like, oh the, the captain didn't get, didn't get on at all. And then, you know, finally they leveled out, and um, I think the captain did get on eventually, but uh, they said they never flew again, and I can't remember the rest of that story, but, gosh, I need oh, to man. find that, but... <laughs> um, actually, no, I had something similar to that happening. This was probably the scariest thing that ever happened, um... It was when I first started um, at U.S. Airways, like my first month. The plane, like, there's this ride at Six Flags called Acrophobia. You, like, just go straight up. And yeah. And it just, like, drops, like, straight down. So it felt like that. It was only, like, three seconds long, maybe shorter. But the plane just, like, dropped like that. And it oh, was shit. very fast and really scary. <laughs> so the pilot ended up coming on and saying that there was, like, a plane that was sold too close. And they didn't get enough notice in time from air traffic control to, like, 
slowly descend. So they had to do it really quickly. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it wasn't it was like a couple of seconds, but it was like, I was convinced. It was so, so scary. I'll never forget that. So, that's why <laughs> so that might be the same situation that happened to them. Sometimes they just have to drop it really quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was not fun. I'm glad that jogged your memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, there was one other... Oh, my, um, what I was going to say is my dad works for the airlines and he, um, and he said that the worst part of the, the worst part of the flight for the engines to go out is takeoff. So I'm always like, uh, keep my fingers crossed, you know, just a little bit whenever we take off just to make sure like nothing happens or something. Mm -hmm. I kind of have that run through my mind. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, takeoff and landing are like the two, like if anything's going to happen, like 90% of the time it happens during takeoff and landing. So I'm like, as long as we can just get up and then get on the ground, we're going to be fine. <laughs> Which is almost kind of counterintuitive because you're you're flying at thirty thousand feet and you're just like right. you're just, exactly. <laughs> if something goes wrong, we're kind of screwed. So I know, so true. <laughs> um what's the most um fulfilling part about your job that you would say? Um, definitely just the little things you can do, like make someone's day. It's so funny because I'll have like customers or passengers or whatever write in letters and honestly Nine times out of ten, it's for some. I'll read it, and it's for something that I didn't even think was a big deal at all. Like recently, I got this letter from this guy who got really sick on the plane. Like I didn't <laughs> even do anything. I just like checked on him a few times, made sure he was okay. Like you know, like it wasn't. Even, I was just being nice, and he wrote in like saying it was just like, even though he felt so bad, it was just such a great flight, and he was so thankful. And it's just things like that. Like I read that, and like I didn't even do anything special, but you never know. Like even just being nice and kind to somebody, it can like make their day and like something they'd actually want to write in about mm -hmm. so just things like that like the little things you do, you really can do like so many things just to make one person's day more positive as Wait. cheesy as that sounds that's just like it's just really cool to go to have that um ability and a job to do that yeah that's awesome i didn't realize you guys got letters yeah that... i mean you know it's, it's one of those things most of the time people write in about negative things when a company does something so you hear more bad than good but occasionally people do make the effort and they'll like write in i want because i'm wondering if like a lot of times people get like emails and like you know rate your whatever and like maybe they have like an easy access to, like write about their flight or something i don't know if that is even true i don't know how that works but anyway yeah occasionally people do write in and say nice things and it's always like breath of fresh air when you read stuff like that awesome yeah that's are you practicing do you feel like you're practicing for your nursing yeah for sure <laughs> practicing my customer service skills so <laughs> <laughs> that'll be uh you should get that you got to write your letter recommend recommendation or something yeah awesome. there we go <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah because he was sick you're right i didn't even think about that he was sick and i was practicing helping him by giving him ginger ale to settle his stomach <laughs> so basically doctor right there that should be like a um like bonus points for getting a letter recommendation from a stranger versus like someone you've known for a long time. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like that. I'm going <laughs> to tell them that that is, oh, I should definitely get bonus points for that. Um, so we're going to go back a little bit and this is, it's kind of super random at this point in the podcast, but do you have a superhero? Did you have a superhero growing up or someone who influenced you the most? Um, superhero, like, a mythical superhero uh not, not necessarily so not so much but um i would probably like superhero for me would probably be my dad um just growing up he was like the most awesome person um never met a stranger so great and i it's 
it sounds like super cliche, but he's definitely a big reason why I'm the person I am today. So I would say he definitely influenced me the most in my life growing up. Yeah. So my dad was my superhero. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was it about him? Um, Just the way he like loved me and my family. He cared for us so much and just something that'll always stick with me. Okay. Um, What's the nicest thing someone's ever said about you? Besides so, that you help them this, feel better. What's that? Besides the the guy in the plane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I've gotten this compliment like three times or so in the past couple months. People have told me that I'm an old soul. And it's like super random, but it's just something. It's probably my favorite compliment I've ever received. I Googled what it was the first <laughs> couple times. I was like, what the heck is that? Is that even a good thing? But... Yeah, I like that people think I'm an old soul. Do you, even know, do you know what that is? I had to Google it. I don't even know. It just means you're, you act older for your age kind of thing? I guess, but it also, according to Google, it says it's someone who doesn't pursue things in life that are easily taken away because they don't provide lasting fulfillment for them or something like that. Okay. So basically that I'm not materialistic, even though I spend too much money at Target and stuff. So nice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's interesting. I, well, since you're, since you're like a skateboarder, old soul, didn't seem like. <laughs> yeah, they don't really go hand in hand, do they? I don't know, but yeah, it's people that didn't know me for very long. Like people I've just worked with, and like after like flying with them for a couple of days, they're like, "You're just, you're really an old soul." And I'm like, oh, huh. "Okay, cool." <laughs> do you listen to like big band music or something, or? Listen, to what kind of music? Uh, big band. Big band music. That's like um, um, 1940s. Uh... No, okay. I don't. I don't listen to much old school stuff. It's okay. usually just country and One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> one Direction. I <laughs> know. It's bad, but I have no shame. People are a hater, but them. <laughs> um, Okay, that's awesome. Didn't know that. Uh, do you have any, um, well, I guess we know what you want to be when you grow up a nurse, right? Uh, yeah. Or is there something else? Um. So I only knew I wanted to be a nurse like a couple years ago. So like growing up, I never really had a dream job. Um, I just always knew I wanted to do something that I would enjoy. And I just, I didn't really know what it was. I kind of figured it out along the way. So I'm doing that right now. And then I figured out um, that there's another job that I would love to have, which is nursing. So eventually I'm hoping to have two dream jobs, which I didn't even know about (laughs) until like later in life. So yeah. Wait, so what's your second dream job? The one I'm doing now. Oh, okay, okay, I got it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, Let's see. What advice would you give yourself um, if you were just leaving college, knowing what you know now? I would say, knowing what I know now, just not to fret about the little things. But it's hard because when you're in college, you think everything, like every day, every test, every exam is like make or break. But it's mm-hmm. really not. Like, I think back on all the times I was stressed in college, and it was, like, so minor. It didn't even matter. You know, not only remember a lot of it. But, yeah, just to enjoy the experience and not get so caught up in the little things that will mm-hmm. not matter in the end. Yeah, for sure. You probably had a lot of that on the um, on the track team, too, huh? Yeah, for sure. I think there was, like... Like, there would be, like, so many practices. I would just go into it and, you know, am I going to be able to, like, do this today? And, you know, you have a bad day, just make up for it the next day. It's not, like, you know, it doesn't define your 
entire running experience, you know? Right. Okay. Um, what do you, what would you say is the best piece of financial advice you've been given? Um, okay. I would say, (laughs) (laughs) this is so so random. This, I think Jay-Z said this, I saw it in a meme and I thought it was really cool, but he said, you can't afford anything unless you can buy it twice. And I was like, Oh, I like that. But I saw that on a meme. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Jay-Z. All right. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. It was like a picture of his face and it had those words. So yeah. who knows if he could have said it or it could have been said by like Gandhi. I don't know. <laughs> are, you big, are you a big meme person? I do. I love memes. I think they're the greatest thing of like our century. Not you, really, but I like them. Did you see the one, um, the Kylo Ren one recently? Someone showed that to me. I don't know. What was that one? Or did you watch the new Star Wars? No. I've never okay. seen Star Wars actually. Any Star Wars? No, none of them. Jeez, okay. I thought you were, well, I I guess you were an old soul then. I thought you were an old (laughs) soul. Exactly, I'm an old soul. I don't watch Star Wars. (laughs) There's one I, I didn't really understand that much, but it was like, um, the, the main villain guy, he like, he's shirtless in one of the pictures, but he's like super white, and so like, people are comparing him to the moon and stuff, and it's like, huh, I never thought of that, thought of it that way, but all the, the meme geniuses. Yeah, I know. People are, like, so creative with those memes. It's funny. Have you seen any funny ones recently? Besides the financial um, ones? I did. I sent one to my family the other day, and it was hysterical. Oh, oh, yes. There was, um, <laughs> there, it was this guy. He was, like, a pretty large guy. And he didn't have a shirt on. And he was laying under a Christmas tree with a red bow on his head. And the meme said, for Christmas, I'm going to go lay under the tree and remind my family that I am their greatest gift. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> it was so funny. It's one of the things you got to see, realize, but it's great. Awesome. Um, what's the best piece of uh, relationship advice you've ever been given? Hmm, that's a good one. I would say don't waste your time pursuing someone who doesn't want to pursue you, which seems like a no-brainer, but you know, a lot of people, we, get, we do that sometimes, which is lame. Definitely. Yeah. Um, what about health advice? Uh, drink lots of uh, emergency, <laughs> airborne vitamin C, all that. Very important. Uh, sp- speaking of that, um, speaking of uh, memes and Snapchat and stuff like that, I saw your uh, you're drinking apple cider vinegar, and actually, I did try that once. I, I saw your Snapchat after I tried it. The um... yes, that <laughs> stuff is supposedly very good for you, and but so I'd seen people that did shots of it. But I had no idea that you're only supposed to take like a little bit because it's super strong. Mm-hmm. So my roommate and I decided we were going to do it one night. And I like filled up cups, at, like a whole like cup of it. And Rachel was like, we cannot drink all that. We're going to do like a little <laughs> bit. And I, was, I had no idea. But it was, so, it was so gross. And I've heard it gets easier. You just have to like stick with it. Mm-hmm. But we haven't done that. You know, <laughs> we tried a couple months ago. But yeah, it has like really good health benefits. Even people wash their hair with it, apparently. They wash their hair with it? Wow. Yeah, it's just like be really good for your hair, for like so many things. Crazy. Yeah, I did. Um, I did work with someone recently. They said that it's good to have it like a teaspoon or tablespoon of it once a day or something like that. But not. Yeah. Not no, drinking I need, for sure. I need to do it. I need to like stick with it, and you know. But it just—it's so nasty. It tastes so bad. Do you know? Do you happen to know why it's good for you? Um, I don't. Isn't it like really acidic? So it just like kills all the bad stuff. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm making that up. <laughs> I have, I'm do you know sure. why? 
I don't off the top of my head. I, I watched a video on it once, but I don't remember why. Yeah. So didn't understand it. Yeah. But <clears throat> do you have a um, project or job that is exciting you the most right now, like a side project or something? Well, I got a camera recently, and I've like been I've been wanting to like film or like record or vlog. I guess is the way the young people are saying it now. <laughs> like my trips and stuff, and just make videos. So my friend Kevin and I, we worked a trip together a couple months back. And so I just got my camera. So I kind of like made a video of our trip together. And then <laughs> my family went to Las Vegas for like our family trip recently. So I made a video for that. But anyway, yeah, I love like filming and like making videos and things. It's just a fun thing I've recently started doing. Wait, so is that on your, your phone or like you got an actual camera um, for it? I have, yeah. So it's like a small like camcorder type thing. And then I have a YouTube channel, so I'd like post them on there. Oh, awesome. What's your uh, YouTube name? Yeah. It is Abs Robs. Abs Robs. Okay, got yeah. it. A-B-Z-R-O-B-Z. <clears throat> um, let's see. Do you have any... Um, let's see. Who's your favorite rapper? <laughs> my favorite rapper? <laughs> I don't listen to much rap. It's not really like my favorite music, but... I do really like Post Malone, which people would probably be surprised to know about me, but I like him. A lot of his songs I don't like because they're a little bit, um, I don't know what's the word, vulgar for my taste, but mm -hmm. he has like three songs that I really love. Like they're on my Spotify most played list or whatever, and they're really good. So I, I, like, I, like, I like Post. <laughs> I've only seen his name before. I haven't, like, I haven't listened to his music. Is it kind of like, uh, um, what's, what's it like? He, so he's just, he's like a rapper, but like a lot of his stuff, he like, I just feel like he can actually sing and he plays guitar and I think he's pretty talented. Okay. Um, but yeah, so a lot of it is just like, you know, you're like generic kind of rap songs you hear on the radio, but then a lot of it is more, I don't know, like deeper and meaningful, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you can listen to him. He's got some good stuff. I think he only has like one album out. He's fairly new. Okay. But, um, yeah, he's, he's the he's the, like the white guy with the dreads, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. he's um, he's he's very unique for sure. <laughs> but yeah, he's cool. Okay. Um, well, do you have um, do you have a uh, plug for your? Uh, you got a Snapchat, I know. Um, do you have a plug yeah, for yourself to. so people can reach you if they have more questions about being a flight attendant or um, going to nursing school part time? Yeah. Um, I would say. You can reach me on my Instagram. My IG handle is absrobs. Yes. DM me all your questions. <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually use that DM feature? Um, that's just the messaging, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, okay. of course, I would normally like text people versus talk to them on Instagram. But if I don't like, you know, know them very well, I've had people reach out to me like on there and like, you know, like my friend actually, she messaged me on Instagram this morning and she... She's a flight attendant for Alaska Airlines, but her best friend lives in Dallas and wants to apply for Southwest. So she messaged me on there. She's like, hey, can she message you, ask you some questions? So yeah, really? you know, really all about that. I'll answer anything I can. Nice. Okay. Sure. That must be like a, um, like a famous person, like a girl thinks. I, I think I've received like two messages ever on Instagram like in my three years. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> yeah, it's not really the most ideal form of communication but just for like quick things like here and there and usually it ends up like leading to like like this girl she'll probably message me on um instagram and then um 
we'll probably like get each other's number and talk. But yeah, maybe it's a girl thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Um, well, thanks for coming on the show, Abby. And- oh, you're welcome. I'm sorry I had to reschedule so many times. It was just crazy. So I'm glad we finally got to do this. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining today. If you like what you heard, please do me a solid and give me a review on iTunes, even if it's awful. And uh, we'll see you next month. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Friend with Benefits podcast. You're darn tootin'.